This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline. You have a Monday. Don't you dare interrupt me every time. Ever again. Every single time. I'm gonna fire you. Every you can't fire me. (laughs) Watch me. I'll fire you. I'll counter fire. I will do it first. I'll just I'll close out the corporation. Uh, you can't Boom. because there's two officers. I'll just forge your signature. Okay, good, <laughs> good to know. So before I was so rudely interrupted by my junior sidekick. <laughs> sidekick. He's the assistant to the assistant, Francis. How's that toupee today? Uh, it's it's making America great. <laughs> making America great again. Again. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us to Signals from the Frontline every Monday and Friday videocast live on Twitch. Hey, everybody in Twitch, it's always a blast to chit-chat and shoot the breeze beforehand. Topic of the day, does Reese, Reese eat nails? <laughs> no, I don't. I just sound like this all the time. I'm lucky. I even, wonder... even when I was a little kid, I, I had a scratchy voice. Really? Yeah, but it was just high-pitched. Just a high-pitched, <laughs> scratchy voice. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was weird always. But uh, thank uh, you so much for joining us. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure to uh, hit subscribe, give us a like, leave us a comment. We really appreciate it. And for those of you who've been with us since ye old days on iTunes, I'm waving at you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Double thumbs up. Heck yeah, dude. We've been doing signals for a long time now. This is episode 538. Yeah, it's what, six years of signals? It's six years. We've been in business for six years. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, if uh, you missed it, we did do an endurance six-hour live stream on Saturday talking about 8th edition, finally being able to answer questions. We still can't divulge everything that we know, obviously, but um, we were able to answer, like I would say, like 90% of the questions that came our way. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to continue that because there were so many questions we did not get to, to answer. So please go back, check that. It's going up on YouTube now. It's on VOD on Twitch. And the audio version will be up on iTunes today. It's going to be a monster six-hour podcast. Yes. Uh, but thank you so much for everybody that joined us. We had like 600 people for almost the entire time. Yeah. No, that thank you very is much, crazy. Guys. Yeah. Thank Except for the much. people that came in at the last hour and were asking the same questions we'd answer like <laughs> 10 times. Uh, also, a big shout. There was a couple people who took minutes or notes. And uh, if you go to the blog post of the Q&A session, it's on frontlinegaming.org. You can click on the link to see the minutes. A big thanks. That obviously was a six-hour ordeal. But you can kind of read most of the points in like 15 minutes as opposed to listening to the whole uh, spiel if you would prefer to do that. Just to be fair, there's quite a few typos in there, but no criticism. If you type for that long, trying to keep up with us talking, of course, you're going to make some mistakes. Uh, And a couple of the details are not right in there. So don't take that as gospel. Like Don't take that as like, this is the rules. Just get, use it for information. Yeah. Uh, don't go back and cite that in a rules debate when you're playing the game because not all, everything got tra- transcribed perfectly accurately. But at any rate, uh, we wanted to go through some quick news items and then we're just going to open it up again for more questions. As I know that I, I'm getting, I'm sure you did too, I'm getting bombarded with qu- questions right now. Oh yeah. 
So, uh, but it's good though. It's good. Like a lot of people are reading stuff in the rules that, that we knew what it meant. Mm-hmm. So we didn't like question the wording of it, but then other people coming at it like completely fresh with like no, uh, no information, like changing the way they read it. And they're reading it in a way and you're like, oh yeah, I, that does seem ambiguous when to us it wasn't because we knew what the rules writers meant because we had the opportunity to actually talk to them in some cases. So Reese, language is ambiguous? Yeah, There's no way. Heard it here first. No way. We should just do it in binary. That would be our math. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then the, the problem is, though, binary is still a digital representation of language. Damn it. So it'd still be ambiguity in there. Uh, math is like perfect though right not really actually when you get into like really advanced mathematics like there's different there's like kinds no of, solution you're like oh. there's, there's different kinds of infinity yeah there's some infinities that are bigger than others which makes sense right it does in math uh that actually it doesn't make sense yeah. at all <laughs> um yeah no it's bizarre right like there are infinities maybe that are they, bigger and smaller maybe they shouldn't be infinity then because or well, but there infinity is an, needs to be defined oh, they further do, they do define it further like there's it's bizarre. Math, it gets like... I know, it the, is. The more you zoom down, things just like, get, they get crazy. Even like calculus and stuff. You're like taking calculus, you're like, when am I ever going to use this? Like, uh, a lot of this is ridiculous unless I'm going to go work on a space station or something. Like, If you were a true calculus master, you might be able to predict the outcome of rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a X brain equals that could, Y yeah, times 3 like, squared. If I throw it with this much velocity at this angle, I predict it'll land here and it'll be a six. As long as I didn't work out in the morning, my muscles were fatigued. And Mad, madgains.gov, yeah. like uh, the raw dog. <laughs> He's like, oh, I lifted weights too hard and threw it too much. Anyway, I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. Let's get on to the news and then we will open it up for questions. For those of you who are not joining us live, try to come over to uh, Frontline Gaming, uh, the Twitch channel. It's uh, Twitch, it's Frontline Gaming underscore TV at Twitch. And uh, you can join in the live conversation. Otherwise, leave us comments either on the blog, on YouTube, or um, uh, on iTunes, and we will try to answer them. We do get a lot, though. Yeah. So, first up, Tuesday Night Fight, baby. It's coming back. We're excited to play a game of 8th Edition with you all being able to watch. Of course, we've played a lot of uh, 8th Edition, more than most people by a mile, I'm sure. So, uh, we would love to try and share what we've learned with you all because it's really funny. I'm sure you're seeing the same thing. Frankie doesn't go on the internet as much as I do, so yeah, he gets a little... Uh, what is the internet? Uh, I don't know. Al Green invented it. Or Al Gore. Al Green? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> uh, he's a ooh, baby. I'm going to make the internet for you. I think Al Green had influence on parts of the internet, though. I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm uh, sure there are places. So, uh, at any rate, uh, we're going to be playing a game tomorrow night. It's going to start at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's going to be Orcs versus Chaos. It's going to be a lot of fun. Those are two armies we've really enjoyed playing. I've been absolutely loving my Orcs. Really excited to show people that they don't suck anymore. But then now, saying that, Frankie will probably kick my ass by some bizarre miracle. Per usual. You've only beaten my Orcs two or three times, actually. Uh, no, like every time we played, actually. That's, that's not true. Yeah, scoreboard. Scoreboard. I'm shaking my head in disgust for those of you listening on iTunes. <laughs> Uh, outside of Frankie's personal reality where he's the world's greatest 40k player it's not true that's the world's greatest true. 40k player yeah. that uh, can't just be in my reality that's in everybody's reality that um, lives on earth there you go uh, hey so we're going to be playing a game tomorrow please be sure to join in and you'll get to watch two people play the game that actually know how to play the game uh, I mean that's debatable that was a very debatable. bold statement uh, but it's really interesting because I'm seeing so many people online that are like oh my god this thing is broken and we're like 
Been there, done that. No, it's not broken. <laughs> a lot of things look amazing on paper, and then you play them. Yeah, like, nah, it was all right. A lot of and a lot of things that 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 people think don't look good are actually amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like people are they're dramatically underestimating how good some things are because they haven't played yet. Mm-hmm. But they're just look they're just theory hammering, and like uh, some of the things that that we had the same reaction when we first got the rules, and we're like, oh my god, that's 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 so crazy good. And then you play a couple times, you're like, no, nah, it's it's actually it's it's okay. Yeah. Um, you know what's great about it though is I think it's going to be a lot like Age of Sigmar, where there's going to be all these units that are popping up like at different times, and yeah. like, oh, this unit's like amazing now, and you're like, they looked really bad like a long time ago, and like it's going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. It's, it's been really interesting too because I've seen I've seen a lot of people they're like, oh, they Age of Sigmar 40k, and I'm like, no, they didn't really. Seven was more Age of Sigmar than yeah. Eighth is. I would make that same argument. Like there, there's some elements that have been taken over but then it's funny people are like yeah the age of sigmar 8th edition and i'm like okay well what does that mean to you They're like well in age of sigmar all the old armies are terrible and no one plays them and i was like well i frankie and i both play the old armies totally disagree. and we almost never lose and if you actually pay attention to the competitive meta uh the old armies actually are doing better <laughs> with, with the exception of zinch zinch is, is that good and uh it's like the old armies are great and then someone was like oh age of sigmar is just about the big monsters and 40k is just gonna be about the big units i'm like Actually, in the competitive meta in Age of Sigmar, the big monsters are actually considered to be underpowered with a few exceptions. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what are you, like, at least do a little bit of research before you make these sweeping generalizations that don't have any basis in reality. I love the conclusions people come up to. Oh, I know. Even, like, playing. Some of the people have been saying, like, really strange things to me. They're like, now that the uh, that priori- prior- target prioritization doesn't matter in 8th edition, I was like, what are you talking about? How does that... Anyways. You still shoot the same guns at the same things. The only thing that has changed is that there's a lot more things that are viable now. Well, the thing that's changed is everybody can split fire. So target priority is actually even better than it's even more important now than it was before. Yeah, and perhaps I'm missing it, but like, I yeah. think maybe what the person was trying to say is that I, I don't. I honestly don't know because it didn't make any sense. But it was like maybe because everything can hurt everything, that prior, target prioritization is less important. And I guess you could make that argument. But the thing is, you're still not going to go like. In my list, I'm planning to hunt land raiders with my las guns because you'd be really foolish if you did that. Oh, I am. Okay. That's how I hunt the, the dreaded lad. Yeah, I mean, it's like you're still shooting the same guns at the same targets. It's just did the difference now is things like heavy bolters, auto cannons, missile launchers are so much better than they were. Grenade launchers. Um, what what you have is more variety now. Yeah. Like you can play the game more ways. There's more units that are good, which to me is a positive. So all this stuff, I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. And it's a lot of people that are making snap judgments without any experience from which to, to base their opinion. But that's fine, though. That's a, that's a part of the hobby. Yeah. It's a part of the hobby to knee-jerk and overreact. I've done it myself multiple times. So, you know, no, uh, no hard feelings or anything like that. It's just amusing to, um, to have the unique knowledge that we do have and to see people reacting but, but being, like, way ahead in time and just kind of being like, oh, I did. I, I kind of had the same reaction way back when. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to that with, when we answer more questions. Uh, mark your calendar. Uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tuesday night fights. Coming back, baby. Eighth edition. Orcs versus Chaos Space Marines. Rumble in the Jungle. Muhammad Ali. Frazier. Two. Maybe not that exciting. Which one of us is Muhammad? Which one of us is... I am obviously Muhammad Ali. Yeah. You're yeah. Joe Frazier. Yeah, I'm way bigger than you. That makes sense. It's not really about size, it's more like about strength, ability, intelligence, right. way smarter. Muhammad Ali and is the best. 
He could be the best. Doesn't mean he's smart. Okay. Or is good looking. Okay. You know what? Fine. As long as I win. Or is great at Warhammer. We'll find out tomorrow, won't we? Hmm. Uh, also, <laughs> GW gave us a couple more uh, faction focus articles. Actually, rewrote them. <laughs> but uh, GW edited, uh, edited them and they put them on their website. But uh, we did have a couple more come out. Uh, we had Imperial Agents that uh, came out over the weekend talking about Assassins, um, Inquisition, and uh, Adeptus Sororitas or Sisters of Battle. Pretty good. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the Assassins are much improved, in assassins my opinion. Assassins are great, yeah. Yeah, people are already keying in on taking a lot of them. <sighs> good. Damn it. Um, I was the, actually concerned The Assassins about never go out in like teams, though, do they? They Where do. it's like all of them together? They do now in the fluff. Oh, okay. But oh, why okay. would you ever send all four of them? That doesn't even make sense. Like, you would send well, like Well, when multiple... you're hunting the Tau, it makes sense. Send the Kalexis in. Yes. It would make more sense to send multiples of the same type. Yeah. Right? Like, that would make more sense mm-hmm. than sending one of each. But uh, the Assassins, uh, I talk about the Eversur in the article. Uh, the Eversur, I think, is the best one. He is a beast. Hits like a freight train. Dies pretty easy, though. He's, he's, he is fragile. His points cost reflects that. But uh, his cool thing is that he pops up. Uh, all the Assassins can start in reserves. And then they can pop up more than nine inches away from enemy models except the Calidus. She can get closer. Uh, but the Eversur pops up, and he has a 3D 6-inch charge. And with a command point, you can re-roll one of those dice. He has really good odds to make it. The average of, of 3D 6 is 11. And with the one re-roll, it's, it's, you have, like I would say, probably 75% or better chance of making that charge. Yeah. And he gets, like, what is it, eight, nine attacks on the charge? I think it's eight. Yeah. yeah. With a lightning claw. I mean, he is just a beast. He's a monster. He's a yeah. lawnmower. I love it. Uh, he's great. The Calidus is, ex- is excellent. The Vindicare is very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take two or three Vindicares, you'll ace a char- you'll ace an enemy character a turn. Yep. Uh, it's, they're really scary. The Calexus is actually, I think, the least effective. I totally agree. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the least impressive out of the four. He, he's not bad, no. but he's going, like, what people are used to him being currently is, like, just big pimping. And now he's still, in 8th edition, he's good, but he's not remotely what he was. No. Um, talked about the Inquisition, and uh, a lot of people are having reactions about the Inquisition. Uh, I still like them a lot. I still, I'll see, I still think they're really cool. Mm-hmm. I still think the, uh, the henchmen squads are some of the most flexible and fun units you can make. Kodiaz is still amazing. Uh, he has, I've been expecting you, it's called Spy Network, and when an enemy unit appears from reserves, he can make a uh, friendly um, Inquisition unit shoot at them. Uh, very powerful. It's extremely powerful, because you yep. can take a henchman squad with all plasma guns, and you know, psh, psh, pop, pop, pop. So uh, it's not what it was, but what it was was silly. Mm-hmm. Now it's reasonable, but he's like, it's one of the only ways to shoot. Uh, it's the only, only ways to get interceptor. Yeah. Like, almost nothing in the game gets it, that... It's extremely good when you look at it in the context of 8th edition. Yeah. Because it's, it's a relatively unique ability. Uh, and then lastly, we talked about Sisters of Battle, but I'm going to hand it over to you because you play them a lot. And I have, I have only played against them. Yeah. Um, so why don't you talk about Sisters a little bit? We covered it on the other video, but for those, uh, for those people who didn't catch it. Yeah, they're uh, really powerful, like we were talking about on the video. Uh, flamers are the business. Uh, good thing for Sisters is they get a lot of heavy Flamers. <laughs> Yeah. Um, they also have a lot of access to melt guns, which are great against knights and other pesky vehicles. Um, and then their uh, acts of faith are really powerful. Um, you don't have as many as you used to. Like each unit used to be able to do one per game. 
Um, it's changed every edition. The, yeah, so it's it's really different. Um, but I I've usually run them with like like three acts of faith pretty reliably, and uh, Celestine, uh, like we were talking about, is pretty much an auto take. She is really good. She gives you an automatic uh, act of faith. Um, she's really powerful. So. And uh, despite what her data sheet says, she is unique. Yeah. Don't please don't buy three or four Celestines because you no. will be that'll be an FAQ. Yeah, you, you that you're not gonna be able to take. It was a we, we don't know with certainty, of course, but I, I would say with 99.9% accuracy that that was a mistake. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have the unique tag in her uh, data slate right now. And so people are like, I'm going to take five Celestines. You're like, no, you're not. No. I mean, you could, you do whatever the hell you want, of course, but if you come to an event, you're, you're not going to be doing that. Yeah. Um, but sisters are a lot of fun. Uh, I've been really enjoying them. You have a lot of vehicles running around, a lot of sister units running around. Uh, penitent engines are amazing. Yes, um, they can attack twice. Yes, they can pile in and attack twice. The first they're time you did monsters. it to me, I was like, "What?" Yeah. They're like, nye, nye, nye. "Like, God, they're good." Castellan robots can do the same thing. Yeah, they're, they're both really good units. So. There's actually a lot of things in the games that can do that double attack, um, mm -hmm. and that was one of the things that makes Corn Berserkers and Corn so monsters, good. Dude. Yeah, because like, and like, some people weren't getting it. Like, one of our buddies who's a dedicated uh, like Corn player, really, he's like, "I don't, I don't think they're that good." I'm like, "No, yeah, trust me." <laughs> They're bananas. Yeah. Any close combat unit that gets to swing twice is just beastly. And then the chain axes are brutal now. Yeah, plus one strength, minus one AP. Yeah. Definitely worth it. Yeah. Corn <laughs> Berserker is just wreck stuff. Yes. Um, and then, you, like you said, the penitent engine. I've been on the receiving end of penitent engines many times, and I am, I've learned to be afraid of them. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. very scary. They also have two heavy flamers each, so they run up, flame you, charge something. Yeah. They're monsters. Really good. Uh, Adeptus Seritis are amazing. Yeah. They're super good. And I've seen people online that are a little grumpy about the fact that they don't get more Acts of Faith, but I just want to say that in the context of 8th edition, try to forget the past, in 8th edition, it, it's like so powerful because you get your units get to act again. Yeah, and you actually get as many as you want. Yeah, you, you just have to take points the and get image more. of fires. Yeah. Yep. So... So it's, it, it, there is a scalable solution. Just imagine buying an image of fire. That it's like a, a banner bearer for the sisters. Yeah. It's like buying a psyker or a, a buff character, uh -huh. which everybody else has to pay for. And it lets one of your units do something twice. That's extremely good. So your Dominions with four melted guns are like, bow! Oh, one more time? Okay, bow! <laughs> Super powerful. It's like if you had a psychic power that let you do any of these things, it'd be crazy, ridiculously good. Yeah. And in match play, you could only do it one time. Yep. So try to think of it in those terms. Like your, your sisters are so good. Um, in our games, like we've played many, many times with them against multiple different armies. And like they don't always like win. They don't always like win by a mile or whatever, but it was like never did it ever feel like a blowout game. No, they're no. extremely good. And one of the things I noticed with them, uh, with their play style, is that when you, because you usually go mechanized, mm -hmm. and you don't have to, but that, that's definitely the way that Frankie was playing, is you come up with all these emulators, and then right behind it, there's penitent engines, and then there's like Repentia. Um, you, it's just overwhelming. Yeah, it's a lot of units, and it's a lot of overwhelming yeah. firepower. And, you're, and they all have an invulnerable save, and Celestine gives them plus one to their invulnerable save if they have Shield of Faith, which is nuts. Yes. Um, and then you're just sitting there, and you're like, dude, I can't. There's no way I'm going to kill all these. There's no yeah. way. Even if I have a, a crap ton of guns, you're like, ah! And you kill maybe half of them. Yeah, and you, you still have to crack the vehicles, and then the sisters get out, and you yeah. have to kill the sisters. So it's, it's really good that... They play really well, and they're one of the few really good mechanized yeah. teams, too. So. 
Some armies are really good mechanized, some are not. And then yeah. the, the other thing about the emulators is their the flamers have 12 inch range and their assault. Yes. So they can move, advance, and still shoot with 12 inch range, 2d6. It's brutal. Pretty beastly. Yeah. And then the guys inside usually have anti tank guns. You're like, yep. or the, the gals inside. Cool. Really, really, really good. Uh, we can't wait to hear what you all think about Sisters of Battle because we're very pleased with how good they are. Yeah. I, I think they're they're amazing. Uh, but everyone's joking is that. Uh, if they did, a, if they played a drinking game, every time we said something was good or great or amazing, that you you die of alcohol poisoning. But the it's thing is, it's honestly true. Honestly, how we feel, yeah. Yeah, like like we try to be honest about things that suck, but like during the the process that we went through, the the goal was to make everything good, and hopefully hopefully we achieved that goal. Hopefully we got close. So at any rate, uh, on to some of the other news items. The uh, ITC will update to accommodate Eighth Edition. People keep asking us if we're going to reset the season, and no. No, 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 we're not going to do that. Uh, I understand why people ask, but if you think about it, people who've already invested time, energy, money, uh, time away from the family, vacation time, to go to events and get points, we would be doing them so dirty well, if, we, if we just erased all their we points. Just, we just end it now and okay. then give everybody their prizes and then uh, do another one. Give away, give away to double the thousands of dollars we give away? Yes. Yeah, I don't think so. No. So all we're, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to adopt 8th, obviously. We're going to do it on release, right? We're, we, we've already said this. We're ready to go. If any events in the ITC want to do like one more event with 7th because their uh, attendees are expecting that, that's fine. You know, you have a 30-day grace period where if you do want to do uh, a 7th edition event or whatever, what, we don't care. That's fine. But what we're going to do is we're going to channel um, all the factions now into the new factions because that's all changed. Yeah. So some factions that were two are now one. Like... Skatari and um, Colt Mechanicus are now just Admech. So what we'll do is is um, we'll track the individual uh, sub factions, but we won't award prizes for them. We'll award prizes for their the faction that they've joined into. If that makes sense. So if you've already invested time and energy into being number one Skatari, we'll still track that. But at the LVO, when we give out all the big awards and all that fun stuff, there may not be an award for every little faction because now there's like. Now there's like you know, there's extra. There's like the Astro Telepathica. Yeah. Right. Like we're, no, okay, we're not going to track all that stuff. Like GW has given us the indication of what the big, the the main faction is and with the sub factions. So we'll even track stuff like uh, White Scars, Ultramarines, all that fun stuff. But you're going to be competing against all the other Space Marine players, and we'll have one award for the Space Marines. Um, you know, an Imperial Agents, same same what and so forth. So that the time and energy you've put into your faction won't go away. Yeah. But we are going to consolidate into the, the, the factions that GW has given us uh, because that's clearly the way things are going for the future. Mm -hmm. It also makes it easier on, <laughs> on event organizers. You don't have to give out as many prizes if you yeah. don't want to. So that, that's that. Uh, the BAO coming up at the, uh, uh, in July. Uh, we will have the updated format for that as soon as possible. Uh, I do have a meeting with the uh, High Chief Scribe, Brother Captain Morgan. Of the, uh, he is going to help uh, update all of the documentation for the ITC to reflect 8th edition. Uh, big thanks. That's nice. a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the BAO format will be, the BAO will be updated to re reflect 8th edition, uh, as will the SoCal Open, which, by the way, we sold a bunch of tickets when people saw 8th uh, edition. So, don't wait. Please get your ticket for the SoCal Open. 
because there's a lot of hype with 8th and uh, we think at the 40k event especially is going to fill up pretty damn quick. So please get your tickets. Lastly, uh, we encourage you to get your 8th edition pre-order in with us if you choose to buy from us. Again, it's at a discount and we do have free shipping for orders $99 and up. That's for anything. If you want to pick up an FLG mat, maybe some ITC terrain, uh, whatever, in addition to uh, your 8th edition stuff, uh, if you go over $99, you get free shipping. Saves you quite a bit of money. Uh, and stock is running low. So it sounds like globally they're selling out. Yeah. 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 So please get your order in soon um, so that uh, in, in the instance that we do blow through all of our inventory, we don't want anybody to have to wait because uh, we don't know when GW would restock. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they would. But uh, from what we've gathered, it sounds like everyone's going to be out. So yeah. we recommend you get your order in sooner than later or risk not getting it on release day, which would be a bummer. All right, upcoming ITC events. We've got quite a few events this weekend. Uh, we do have an ATC prep event. The ATC is an ITC event too. Uh, that wasn't on the calendar for some reason. Uh, they but probably just never registered it, but they probably we'll get forgot it. Added. Yeah. yeah, or we may, who knows? <laughs> this last couple months has been pretty hectic. So uh, that is an ITC event. You will get your points. That will be on the calendar. We do have a GT, the Sin City Slaughter ITC Grand Tournament. At the Stratosphere? In Las Vegas? That sounds awesome. Las Vegas. So that sounds like a really fun event. But uh, yeah, make sure to get out there and get your points. Okay. And let's jump over and answer some questions, baby. Um, Luna Mindex says, I think we will see less psychers on the table. A lot of people have been saying that they think the psychic phase is like, like it's, well, I guess, if you because we've been, we've been in the 8th edition kind of paradigm for a while. 7th edition of the psychic phase, in my opinion, is hot, stinking garbage. It doesn't work. Because it's either like my army revolves around the psychic phase and psychic powers dominate the game, or I don't even bother bringing a psyker. And in 8th edition, you see a lot of psychers. It's just different. Like, they don't dominate the game. It's not one super unit of 20 psychers. Like, yeah, it's just, it's a lot different. Like, uh, the psychic powers in 8th are super powerful. I'm not saying that the ones in 7th are not, but they are really powerful. And if you get them off, you have some really crazy combos that go off with it. Um, and it's not like a guaranteed thing like it was in 7th, where you could throw like 100 dice at it and it'll automatically go off. But you do have psychers that are better at casting and stuff, like Magnus, where he gets plus 2. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a lot different than what it was. For sure. I don't think it's either boring or that you'll see less psychers. No. I mean, maybe you'll see less psychers in regard in like in the context of I'm not going to take like sorcerer cabal with five psychers. No, maybe not. Maybe yeah, you won't maybe see that. Take one sorcerer. So. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's like a lot more accurate to the backstory of the game. Like when I play, I use a psyker in almost every list, and when I play Tyranids, I have like three or four. Yeah. And the psychic powers are amazing. They're so good. But they, like, they don't dom the game doesn't revolve around did I get invisibility? Did I get um, the reroll save one? What was on? Veil of Time. Yeah. It's like the game isn't like, oh, did I get it? I got it, I win. And I, I didn't really, I extremely didn't enjoy that. No. Um, now it's like you just pick your powers. And by the way, you do pick your powers before each game. So if you're at a tournament, you pick your warlord trait and your power before the game, or you can roll. So it's like the psychers are really, really cool, right? Like, and everybody has good powers. Like, uh, in my Ash Militarum Army, I take a Primary Psyker every time. I love it. Yeah. I usually take the power that gives me plus one to my save. And he runs around with my Bolgren, buffing him up. Or sometimes I cast it on a Lehman Rust to give it a two-up save. 
And then, or, and then I just shoot smite. Oh crap, that guy needs to die. Smite. And then he himself is pretty good. He, he you know, bonks people on the noggin with his stick. Um, I really enjoy the way Psychers play now. I think it's a lot more fun, yeah. per- personally. Um, I guess the one complaint that I've heard that, that does is kind of valid is like, I have a Zinch demon army um, in my whole army of Psychers. I feel like it's kind of bland because I have three powers. Oh, just remember this is the index that you're working with and GW saying that the codexes are coming out. So, you know, wait, I would say maybe uh, wait, wait to see what you get uh, down the road. But for now, I think maybe there's some validity to that. What, what do you think, Frankie? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of uh, unfortunate when you have like an army of psychers and you can really only cast Smite over and over again. Yeah. That, that is a little unfortunate that you don't have as many spells and you can't cast them multiple times and stuff like that. Um, but overall for the gameplay, I think it's better because you're not casting this super powerful spell over and over again. So. Yeah, the rule of one I think is amazingly awesome. God, it, it just, it really makes the game so much more fun and balanced. Yeah. Because you have a really good power, like um, uh, uh, Space Marines have Null Zone, which is crazy good. It turns off uh, invul saves. If you could try to do that multiple times in a turn, it would really not be pleasant for armies that depend on invulnerable saves, right? Like, yeah. or another one uh, like Chaos with uh, Warp Time. If you could do that multiple times in a turn, it really wouldn't be fun because you're like, oh, okay, I deep strike like 10 units, they all move and then it charge you. You know, it's just like, that gets to be a little much, yeah. you know? Uh, I think when you guys play the game uh, and get used to 8th edition, you'll be thankful for some of the sensible limitations because they, they just make the game more enjoyable. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, Tampa 83, can you guys talk a little bit about demons other than nerglings? Like, what's good? Uh, <laughs> nerglings are so good. <laughs> nerglings are good. Uh, uh, really, Nurgle demons overall are really strong. Yeah. Slanesh demons are excellent. They yeah. always strike first. Um, Zinch, uh, the heralds and such are really good. Smite spam for Zinch is really strong. And then Corn is beastly in close combat. Yeah. But they're uh, plus one strength and attack. Well, Frankie, what do you think? I think demons have changed the most in their playstyle. But that's because right now in 7th, demons are just off the rails crazy. Yeah, I mean, you don't have as many free points. You don't get any free points anymore. So, uh, yeah, that they... Their playstyle has changed a lot, um, but I think the four different gods are still really strong, and you can actually make like themed armies work, which is excellent. Um, I think overall demons are super strong. I agree, and a lot of people are kind of lamenting it, but I think it's because they've changed so much. Yeah. So then I do have a little empathy for demon players because like the, the exploding brimstones and like that. Come on, like I hope everybody can admit that was actually not fun, nor was it good for the game, but. Uh, Demons are really good. They're, they're very similar to the way they play in Age of Sigmar. Um, yeah, like, Zinch does crazy damage with all the smite. Yeah. But it's not overwhelming in our experience. No, they're, they're very different. Like, uh, uh, I don't think they're as strong as they are in 7th. But in 7th, they're, like, completely overpowered, in my opinion. Um, but I, I think there's a few mechanics that probably need a little bit of reworking. Like, all the heralds giving plus one strength is kind of weird. Especially for, like, Zinch. And then, like, some of the Zinch guys are really good in close combat and not so great at psychic. Like, uh, I saw somebody commenting on Fate Weaver. He's better in close combat than he is at casting powers. And you're like, yeah, it's a little weird. Well, so. I don't know. Like, yeah. for, for now, again, remember, guys, the indexes, like, GW has told us, the indexes are just to get you going yeah. because 8th edition is literally a different game. Like, if they didn't do that, you wouldn't be able to play. Yep. But they needed to, they needed to just go, all right, here, here, get started. And they've said they're coming out with codexes quickly. So... Um, you know, that, that it's kind of fair, but don't like jump to conclusions yet. No, no. Like the first time you put Magnus on the table, you're going to just have a, a grin ear to ear. He's crazy. He's crazy. And the thing is too, is like, just remember like 
you can always use your demons to fly up and blast people with mortal wounds. And that's really good. Yep. Um, what about some of the other demons though? Like we, we talked a lot about Zinch. Uh, blood crushers are excellent. Blood yeah. letters are excellent. Yeah. Demonettes are really good. Yeah, I think um, Slanesh is extraordinarily good. Yeah, I think Slanesh is actually one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, uh, Nurgle, eh, I mean, the Plague Bears aren't super strong, but the, the Beasts and Nurgle are good. Well, Nurgle's got the same problem that it's always had in that they are really tough, but they don't hit that hard unless you find those combos. Yeah. I think if you're playing Nurgle, my advice would be to mix in mortal and demon units. Like, take some like uh, um, some of the the the, the, the Nurgle um, chaos units and mix it in there, and I think you're going to have more fun. Yeah. If you want to go mono Nurgle, then I would recommend taking like a, quite a few like great unclean ones. Mm-hmm. Um, ner- like Nurglings are your best friend. Holy crap, they're good. Yeah, Nurglings are great. You just like infiltrate up, and then they just sit there and like they moon, moon the other guys. Yeah. Like you can't go past me. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, Luna Mendex is saying 10 Terminators plus Logan is better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Terminators are really Terminators good. Terminators are so much better. Uh, if you're a space marine, if you play Loyalist Marines, uh, Cataphracty Terminators are uh, a really, really, really good. Tartaros Terminators are good because they're the fastest yeah. of them. They get really cool weapon options. I found myself gravitating towards Cataphracty Terminators, though. Uh, I found that those are my favorite. Um, but uh, also Chaos Terminators, my God. Yeah. Well, Wolfguard are really good for the same reason because they can all take commie weapons. Mm. And you go down with Logan Grimnar, like um, the individual is saying, they can each shoot their, their plasma and their twin link because Logan. Yeah, it, it's devastating. Really You're just like, bah, 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 bah. Uh, Arcane 21. So if I don't have access to Psychers or can't deny the witch, are, or am I hosed? Uh, nah. No, it'll be fine. You'll be all right. Like, uh, like Smite spam lists will be scary, but mm. you can still fight against them. Like, what? Like, Tao don't have any anti-psychers, but... Like, somebody was already... Like, I was talking to somebody that already keyed in, like... He's like, oh my gosh, if I take, like, uh, you know, a million Brimstone Horrors and they can all cast Smite, they only cast on 1d6. Yeah. So they have a 1 in 3 chance of actually getting the... It's, it's, it's 5, right? Or is it a 6? For what? Smite. Is it go off on a 5 or a 6? It's a 5. Uh, I think it's a 5. I can't remember it. Let's just say 1 in 3. I, I'm forgetting off the top of my head. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That means each unit is an average of 2 wounds to you. Like... 10 tactical marines shooting bolters will do more damage to you. Yes. So it's, it, it sounds way... Like, mortal wounds take getting used to. Uh, if you don't play Age of Sigmar, you're going to be like, what is this, mortal wounds? And uh, once you do get used to it, though, you'll start almost wishing there were a little bit more of them in the game because they are the great equalizer of the game. When someone does discover the combo that we missed and has some crazy durable unit, you're like, oh, that's cool. Mortal wounds. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Uh, Ujan uh, saying burning chariots can take three blue horrors. There's no war gear option in the index. How does this work? Do they add wounds? Do you pay for them? Is it can, just a free upgrade? Uh, so can you email it's us that very one? Good question. We're yeah. compiling an FAQ document to because um, of course you guys are catching things that were missed because there's a lot more of you than there is uh, of of GW's team. And um, if you could send me that, I'll take a look. And then if it's a, a good question, we'll put it on the FAQ document to uh, um, uh, to address it uh, before release. Um, there was, oh, there's another one that I've been seeing that's popping up everywhere. Uh, nine, nine times out of 10, you don't pay for your sergeant upgrade. Every, like a lot of people are confused and I understand why. Like for example, orcs. Like orcs will have like, you know, uh, storm boys or boys and then they'll have the boss knob and everybody's like, oh, you have to buy the boss knob. No, you don't. Because they're thinking that you pay the points for like a knob. No, the, the unit comes with that. If you read, yeah. it says this unit comes with four and one guy. Or, the orcs is even more confusing. It goes, there's 10 boys. One of them can be replaced for a boss knob. Yeah. 
But the thing is, there's no boss knob in the points part of the book. Like, uh, it, it's not explicitly stated, so I understand why people are confused. This definitely would be a good FAQ yeah. question. But things like um, Ezarks um, in an Aspect Warrior Squad, boss knobs, uh, veteran sergeants, they, they are a free upgrade, meaning you pay for like the, the Space Marine points, but then you get the veteran sergeant upgrade for one guy for free. Yeah. And we knew that, but now that I read it, like I, I totally understand why people are getting confused. Yeah, for a lot of the units, it's figured into their cost. So. Yeah basically the, the nine guys that you're paying for or the 10 guys that you're paying for or the sergeant upgrade is actually like equated over the whole unit. So, <laughs> uh, Joe Drake, what are the stats of the Bane blade variants main guns? Um, they've got a lot. <laughs> the storm really good. Uh, Stormwood has a million shots and then you've got yeah. the shadow sword, which is a beast. The shadow sword is really only good if you play other Titanic units, in my opinion, it, but then it's, it's good against any vehicle. Well, it gets all the extra bonuses against Titanic targets. Yeah, but its damage is yeah. ridiculous. So, I mean, to, hey, from an astro-military player, my, in my opinion, for what it's worth, the Stormlord is hands and is is head and shoulders the best yeah. choice. You stick uh, Yarick or Harker behind him to give him reroll once to hit and go to town, baby. Yeah, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they're like, I'm going to take a Shadow Sword in every list. I'm like, eh. you'll be uh, pretty happy with that, especially yeah. if you play a Night Player. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you find yourself playing a Night Player, or if we do experiment with sideboards, yeah. like we play with, in Age of Sigmar, we use sideboards, uh, and you put a Shadow Sword in your alternate list, you're like, oh, you brought Knights? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, that'll, that'll sting. Then the Shadow Sword is pretty beastly, but uh, I don't think he's OP at all. I would rather take the Stormlord. I think he's the better option. Because the Stormlord, you could put your whole freaking army in it. You're like, oh, one drop, I'm done deploying. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, CW, did you guys have a chance to test uh, Gene Steeler Colt without Return to the Shadows? What? I don't understand that question. Do you mean, oh, because they don't go back into reserves? Is that, does that sound like that's what that means? I don't know. Because they don't, they don't go back into reserves anymore. Um, I don't think they do. No, I'm like 99% certain they don't. Yeah. Uh, GC Colts are badass. Like, they're really good. Yeah. Um, they're a bit of a glass cannon. They're a lot like how they play now, where if you get like really good rolls, you're just going to be like in somebody's face doing all sorts of damage. But even with the bad rolls, they are still really good. Um, <laughs> Tim the Tiny... What list do you recommend building around Magnus? You played way more Chaos than I did. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, I took Magnus with an Abaddon list. So you had Abaddon in the backfield with shooting and then some screens, and then Magnus was your Just... beat stick that ran up the table. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I do remember that. You took a bunch of cultists, multiple, ha no, predators. No, I had Havocs. Havocs, that's right. You had Havocs, Abaddon. Abaddon yeah. made all the, the cultists and the Havocs fearless. And twin leads, yep. and then Magnus ran up and just like chopped me in half. Because yep. you have to try and kill Magnus, you can't ignore him. No, he does so much damage. Just running up the table, casting smite, killing guys in close combat. He's a monster. He is a monster. Yeah. But you can do all sorts of different things with Magnus. He's a beat stick. So I look forward to seeing what you guys come up with because you guys will be able to play more games on the first day than we have in the entire period that we've been a part of this process. So. Um, I have no doubt you guys will teach us stuff, which will be exciting. Yeah. Uh, Archon 91. I missed most of the podcast on Saturday. Um, does the Phantasm grenade launcher uh, leadership debuff, is it cumulative? So there's a That's bunch. A good question. Some are and some aren't. There's a bunch of instances in the uh, indexes or the indices yeah. where things look like they stack. And I, I could tell you guys right now, 100% they don't. Yeah. Um, like the, the worst one, the, the one that... Makes us all blush because it's like, oh shit, how'd that get through? The Dark Shroud. Yeah. 
The Dark Shroud for Dark Angels by Raw, it stacks. So you can literally make it so you could have an, an army that you couldn't shoot. At, you couldn't shoot at them, right? You're like, minus five to hit. Oh, nothing in the game can hit me. That, that doesn't, that's not the way it works. It's, it's non-cumulative. I think the only ones that are, are intended to be cumulative are the ones that say they do. Yeah, right? the ones it, that explicitly say yeah. this can be more than once or something yeah. like that. So uh, it's, it's assume in all instances they do not stack. Yeah, um, but that'll and, be an FAQ. Yes, so. yep. Uh, uh, Helio, are we allowed to talk about Forge World stuff you play tested or not? Not really oh, yet. Yeah, no, no. Um, we'll, we'll come, why don't we circle back around to that because we're getting asked a lot. Yeah, once the books drop. Once the books drop, um, why don't we talk about it then? And I think that would be a more appropriate time to talk about Forge World um, stuff. Uh, uh, Wolf Smarks says, he, I smite thee. Is that a picture? That's not me. Is it? it looks like me. No, that's not you. Uh, Frontline Gaming, Burning Chariots. Continue. Oh, we already answered that. No, we didn't. We, we thought we did. Um, speaking of free points... Seems there is some confusion with reinforcement points. This is, this is a very good question. Yes. Do you only need them for new units or do you need them for replaced units? Okay, uh, this one's really confusing and this is the official unofficial answer according to, to Frankie's world. I don't, know, I don't know what that means. So know. you have to pay points whenever you put new units on the table. If you're adding models to existing units, you do not. It doesn't say that anywhere in the rules though. <laughs> so yeah. um, That'll be an FAQ. Yeah. And we'll verify everything. Yeah, so... And that'll be in there. Uh, and what I meant with all that joking around is that that's not an official answer. No. But, like... That's the way that we believe it's supposed to be. Yeah, and you could play it that way for the time being because that's probably the way the wind will blow. But uh, as an example, if you use your apothecary to resurrect a centurion, which is what Space Marine players are going to be doing all the time, um, you, you don't pay points for that. If you summon a unit of demons onto the table, you do. If a Turvagon spawns a unit of, of 10 Gaunts, you pay. If she adds to a unit that's taking casualties, you don't. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. Or Necrons, when you, when you bring them back to life, you do not pay points for that. So um, use that as a guideline for now. Yeah. Uh, somebody's asking how Grey Knights will play uh, uh, now because of the changes to the Psychic Phase. They do so much damage. Yeah, they, they have Smite in the Psychic Phase, then they hit super hard in the Close Combat Phase. And, and their the shooting, shooting Phase. They are really good because they participate in each phase and they can do damage in each phase. So. Yeah, their really offense good. is like a 10. Their defense is like a three. That's, that's my only complaint. Uh, they have pretty good defense. I mean, they have a three up armor save. I mean, it's like killing a Marine. It's the exact same thing as killing a Marine, which isn't that hard. Yep. Um, but Green Knights, they, they just, they, I think, I would like to hear your thoughts on this too. For me, I think that the key to playing Green Knights well is going to be movement. It's going to be getting your hard-hitting but expensive and weak or defensively uh, units in the right place to like win the local fight and then uh, either get out of line of sight or, or reduce their ability to hit you back enough. I think if you just walk up the table as Grey Knights, you're going to get your teeth kicked in. Uh, but if you outmaneuver your opponent, I think you'll win because each one of your guys does so much more damage than an equivalent guy in another army. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think uh, uh, Grey Knights are going to be one of those mechanized armies. You're going to need yeah. vehicles for them, whether yeah. it's uh, drop pods, rhinos, or uh, land raiders. Um, they're definitely going to need that because they're not the fastest army. You're not going to have a lot of models, so you're going to be able, you're going to need those vehicles to transport them to the areas that you need. So, um, Lock Infinity says Lilith has a rerollable three plus plus. How does she get the reroll? Do you know? 
let, let us know, Lock Infinity, because to my knowledge, there is almost no armor reroll, save rerolls in the game. Um, Followed by a 6+. plus. Well, the 6++ plus plus is yeah. from the Powerful Pain. Yeah, I'm not sure how she gets the reroll. Yeah, let us know. Maybe maybe something got missed. Um, but I would love to hear that because, I, to my knowledge, there's very, little, few to no ways to reroll saves. It's very, very rare. Um, no invulnerable saves against Mortal Wounds, Nebo 8. Yep, that's that the point. Correct. That's the point of... Uh, Mortal Wounds. You do get Feel No Pain style saves, though, against them, usually. Um, feel No Pain again. Super powerful. Yes. Um, a Helio. Can the Satan power time as arrow target characters? I don't have the book in front of me. Um, it's done in the shooting phase, but doesn't say it's a shooting attack. Um, we. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Good question, yeah. We can look it up. If you email want to, it in. Yeah. yeah, email it in. The only two, like, usually speaking, the only things that can target characters say they can uh, even yeah. most psychic powers can't. Yeah, right? nine point nine percent out of ten, you're not going to be able to target the character. It's... Yeah. Oh, uh, one other <laughs> question. Somebody asked if Smite can hit a unit in melee if it's the closest unit. Yes. Yep. Yes, it okay. can. Uh, are the Forge World Riptides sad like the GW ones? Uh, I, I am very comfortable telling you that the Yavara is a monstrosity. It is. Really <laughs> it's good. so good. Um, the, and the, you know what? The Index Riptides are a little sad face. They are. Frankie, Frankie was not happy. <laughs> um, do, 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 uh, you want to grab a question, buddy? We're getting a ton of them. Uh, people are talking about reinforcements points now. Huh? Uh, can't keep up. <laughs> hey, S Sadat from Turkey. Thanks for watching us all the way from Turkey land. That's awesome. Man. My uh, my buddies uh, Doc and Bora would uh, be happy to hear that there's other yeah. 40k players out there. Uh, uh, Weaver is a uh, five plus plus, but Zinch gives you plus one, so he's yeah, a four so plus, he's plus. A four plus plus. Uh, Timoth, Tim did you guys play Tim with Belial? He's really good. From just looking at the rules, he looks awesome. So you know, he looks, or you think he looks disappointing? disappointing? I wonder Sorry. why. Well, like, he's not what he is now, right? Like what, the pigeon? He's not good now. I think he's pretty good. No, in seventh, he is not. Belial's really good because he hits super freaking hard and he hides. He's a character. So as you, as you guys play the game more, any model that has the character keyword in less than... Ten wounds is amazing because you can't shoot them. Yeah, so you get their buff like the whole time. Super good. Uh, Terra Cross Seven Hundred has been asking this question a couple times. Why don't you help out? Because you've, you've, yeah. you've definitely got the. Yeah, Terra uh, Cross uh, Seven Hundred. I couldn't figure out how to equip my Harlequins efficiently. Any advice on their loadouts? Uh, I was taking uh, the troops with three fusion pistols, and then each one had a kiss, I believe. I you were taking the, the caress on mm -hmm. the, the, the caresses on the characters, right? And then the kiss would be on the troops. So they all had the same weapon in close combat, and then they all had fusion or three fusion pistols in the unit, and uh, a five man unit. And it's it's really good because you can shoot out of the top of your star weaver, yeah, which Frankie does to me because he's a dick. So he drives up, shoots you, and then the next turn you jump out because the star weavers are really hard to kill, yeah, uh, really hard to kill. And then he jumps out and he ninja kicks you in the face and then you and then you die and then I cried. Yeah, or your Star Weaver charges and then your Harlequins <laughs> jump out over the guys and charge something else. It's they're, so they're good. really powerful. Yeah, and the, the Harlequins are easily, in my opinion, one of the best armies in the game. Um, especially you can go pure Harlequins and kick ass, or you can mix in uh, Jakari with like Ravagers and stuff. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, somebody was asking about Asher Militarum, which are near and dear to my heart. Says Blob Squads for Asher Militarum are gone. Yes, they are gone. Um, I guess the fun playstyle of sergeants with axes charging upfield is gone. 
You can um, still take those in units, but now you're seeing them with like power fists and like plasma pistols. So well, only veteran sergeants can take power fists. Yeah. Um, what you can do is you can take um, blob squads uh, of uh, uh, conscripts. And what I have been doing is using veterans. Um, I, I like playing more elite than all the conscript blobs, although the conscript unit is one of the best units in the game. Yeah. Uh, it's because it, you, you, uh, uh, screening units are really important because of all the first turn charges and all the crazy stuff that can happen. And uh, it's really important to be able to block somebody from getting to your good stuff. And conscripts, because they're cheap, uh, are really good. And then the, the commissar makes them basically immune to morale. So um, d you'll use them a lot. But yeah, the blob squad, the way that you're used to taking it, for whatever reason, GW decided that uh, they didn't uh, want that in the index. Um, so yeah, I guess what you could do is you could take like multiple units of 10, put a power weapon on the Sarge, put, um, take a priest and Strachan, make them Catachans and, uh, and a commissar. And then you take like three or four units of infantry with the power axe, maybe put a flamer in there run up the table, have your characters in the middle, and uh, they all get plus two attacks. They get plus one from the priest, plus one from Strachan. They get reroll hits and melee from the priest, and they're immune to morale, essentially, because of the commissar. And it's not quite the same, but it's pretty close, and it's actually really good. Yeah. So maybe that'll help out. And your characters can do heroic interventions, yeah. so then basically you have the sergeants. Um, uh, Mythos is saying, do you think the gene stealers being able to... Uh, Taking talons for zero points is a mistake. Uh, no, I don't no, think that's a, a lot of things are free. A yeah. lot of things get free points, or uh, their their upgrades are quote unquote free because it's included in the cost of the model. Uh, so if a biovore fires at a unit and misses, do we need to prepare? Yeah, that's a good question. Pay for spore mines. I don't know. That's a good question. That, I actually, this actually came up in uh, um, in the in the people who are involved in this. I, I don't know yet. I would say no, just because of the mechanic. But you're creating a new unit. Yeah, but the way the mechanic works, I would say no. I, I would but. say no, like logically, but yeah. by the what we know, the way the reserve points work in, in matched play, I would actually say that by raw, you would. Yeah. But we'll get that on the FAQ. So hang tight. I play Biovores too. They're awesome. Um, and I, I actually, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Porco Toso. Toso. Uh, hey, Reese, uh, what is... What is the successful build for Craft Pure World? So um, if, Eldar, if Eldrad Jr. pops in, he's the better guy to ask because I play, um, I played mostly Fodar, um, but the Wave Serpent is amazing. So um, the, the different ways that I played the game, I, try, I focused on the infantry units and I found that running shit ton, or excuse me, lo loads of Dire Avengers with Azurman was my favorite way to play. I took the Avatar, Azurman, a ton of, um, of min-max Dire Avenger squads. And he gives them a four plus plus. The Avatar gives them Fearless and he gives them a reroll charges. Dire Avengers are freaking awesome. Yeah. And you run up the table that way and then I took fire support units in the back. Um, that worked really well for me. Uh, Eldred, uh, our buddy who was also playing Eldar a lot, he was going mechanized. And he was saying that uh, fire dragons and wave serpents um, uh, jet bikes are really good too. Jet bikes are good uh, with shuriking cannons. Shuriken cannons, yeah. So, um, on, my honest advice for you, if you love playing Eldar, I know that I, with the index, I'm going to be playing Yanari um, because it's just so much better. So you take MSU, um, Fodar, Yanari. I don't get to use my beloved avatar, but all my guys get to like shoot twice, attack twice whenever somebody dies. 
So uh, that would be my my uh, suggestion on that um, on that note. But uh, striking scorpions are absolutely freaking awesome. Um, jet bikes are really good. Yeah. Um, the support platforms are really good with uh, the decans. They're a little bit short range, but um, if you position them correctly and lure your opponent forward, they'll do work. What what are some other good suggestions? Eldar are, are a little weak in the index. Just Kind Dragon of, scorpions are excellent. Yeah. Fire dragons are excellent. Really, all the aspect warriors are pretty solid. Um, uh, swooping hawks. Uh, swooping hawks, they can do mortal wounds, which is pretty cool. But yeah. I, I, the striking scorpions are just so much better. Yeah. I, I would also, uh, one of the really exciting things is you can play an all ghost army now. Yeah. And they're, they're really good. Oh, yeah. Like you can take like a wraith knights. Wraith, wraith lords are really freaking good now. Uh, wraith guard, wraith blades are solid. Take um, uh, the ghosts, the spirits here. Um, and I, I had a lot of success and I had a lot of fun playing those armies, but you just, you just have a low model count. Yeah. So. Uh, graph speed, uh, when putting units that deep strike into reserve, how much of your army must start on the board? Uh, 50%. Yep. So if you have nine units, you have to put five on the table. Mm -hmm. It's at least 50% must be on the table. Uh, does himself, uh, frog God, uh, does the caster himself count as an eligible target for psychic powers? Yes. Uh, yes. As long as he has the keywords yep. that are required. Yeah, Wolfsark Fady is 5++, plus plus, but the, the Zinch gives you plus one invulnerable save. So pretty much all Zinch demons have a 4++. Plus plus. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We'll, get, we'll answer a couple more questions here, guys. I know you have a million, but we are running short on time. Uh, Lock Infinity. With the, with the stratagem each turn. Oh, that's how he's saying you get a reroll. 3++. Plus plus. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah, if you're willing to burn correct. a command point, you can do it for one save. Yep. Not, you don't get to reroll all your saves. You get to reroll one save. Um, okay, so there you go. Quite cle clever girl. Uh, da -da -da -da. Everyone's talking to each other. Oh, Storm Ravens are extremely good. Um, Sacktown Bree is saying Storm Ravens are really good. Yeah, you'll find that Flyers are pretty hit or miss. Some of them are amazing, and some of them kind of underperform, in, in my opinion. I think you feel the same way. Yeah. Um, but the, the Storm Raven is one of the, um, one of the, the, the golden, the shining stars. Uh, people are actually joking about taking an army of all Storm Ravens. <laughs> That's awesome. Which would be lame, but it would also be really good on the table because you're all minus. You're flying Land Raiders with minus one to hit. Uh, RP, R, I don't know what your Ripper crew. Cow. Uh, what is the best Tau unit to kill Imperial Knights? The Storm Surge Storm is Surge. really good at yeah. it with its D missiles. Yeah, the D the D missiles are ridiculously good. Um, yep. They're great, and we'll answer two more questions. Uh, Wolfsark. Oh, Fate Weaver doesn't have the Zinch rule ephemeral form. Okay, good to know. We don't obviously we don't know everything off the top of our head, uh, and that's why people are asking. Yeah. Uh, we'll double would check. Be, that would probably be a typo. Yeah, but we'll, we'll double check. Maybe it was intentional. Um, uh, traditionally, he's been a demon of Zinch, but we'll, we'll get that information. And XO seventy eight uh, shuriken cannons or. Corsair disc cannons. Can I don't understand what that means. We'll answer one more. Havocs or Vindicators? Uh, Havocs. Oh, Vindicators are not are not good. Havocs 100% yeah. of the time. Vindicators are... are... Yes, or yeah. Predators. Predators are... Oh, you meant Predators or Havocs. Uh, it really depends. It's a, it's a coin um, toss. Yeah, it really is. They're both... I think they're equally as good, yeah. personally. Because, like, to elaborate on that point, the Havocs can go into cover more easily and get a 2-plus save. Um, and... Uh, there's a lot of, uh, of, they can shoot four targets, Predator can only shoot three. Um, they get cover easier. The Predator, on the other hand, has um, um, 
doesn't lose shots. He gets less accurate mathematically. Their damage output's pretty pretty similar. Yeah. He's harder to hurt because he's T7. Um, they're about the same in points. Neither one of them really wants to move. I, it's pretty much a coin toss. I would go with whichever models you think look better. Yeah. Personally, um, the thing with the the thing with the predators is like one last cannon can really screw him too. Can kill him. Whereas uh, two last cannon, one last cannon won't take anything away from a havoc unit. They'll just kill the sergeant. Yeah. Two can only kill two guys, right? But then bolters will kill the havocs. Bolters probably won't do much to the, the predator. I think they're damn close. Yeah, it's really close. Really close. Take some of both. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's all we got time for. Thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you guys want to shoot more questions over, go ahead and post them on the comments at frontlinegaming.org on the show notes. And uh, have a good one. Please get your pre-orders in soon.